0: y'all heard action
1: hey everybody this is y'all heard
0: heard. it's a podcast in which two friends me pete phillips
1: and me marissa phillips we're not related
0: we get together and we try to tell you some stuff that we know
1: wow that was short
0: yeah i took your notes
1: (laughs) (laughs) we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know, oh, or if I was Pete, she just goes say, on forever. <laughs> we tell you things that at a party you can elaborate upon to impress your colleagues to the future.
0: <laughs> You're doing really good, in, in to the future, yeah, I love, you. can impress I your I colleagues to the into the future.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the beat. What's our icebreaker?
0: So, one of the places that we're going to borrow icebreakers from is um, Facebook, because Facebook has this new thing where they ask you questions, and I don't know how to get to them without actually answering them, so I'm not going to answer them, but I did see one, and and the question that it gave me was, what is your favorite part of the internet? Oh. Answer this in whatever way you want.
1: Do you have an answer ready?
0: Probably um, illegal free media <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh okay okay
0: I'm gonna go with something like that or like you know easier to access entertainment because I think that is something cool. I I'm not super old <laughs> but I do remember in my youth trying to get access to like alternative comedy, like videos and stand-up routines and things like that. And it was really hard. And, uh, and and in some cases, I was like setting a VCR to record shows that were on in the middle of the night so that I could watch them and things like that. And now I could just watch whatever's on at night during the day. Super mm, cool.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that off very... the top of my
0: head. That's like a gut one.
1: Throughout my life, my favorite part of the Internet tends to be dress-up games. Where you Word. take little anime people and you put clothes on them, like yeah, like I can like vouch for dolls. this. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that for years and years and searching for the best dress up games possible throughout the internet. Um, before uh, before Google Translate was as um, I guess performing as strong as it does now, um, my other favorite part of the internet was I would go to foreign menus like Pizza Hut in Japan and things like that and then I would just press translate and then for hours I would get drunk when I had no plans on Fridays I would get drunk on Friday and just translate fast food (laughs) menus from Asia and just look at it and just have so much fun that the translations were so bad and I'd laugh and laugh (laughs) they're like shrimp and wind pizzas and oh beautiful (laughs) so those are my two favorite parts of the
0: internet there you go Simple pleasures. Yours like are it. so
1: much more, like, like
0: real. Than mine. <laughs> Yours are better though. So, yeah, take that. that. Debatable, but yeah, it's, uh, it's debatable. Much like what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Yeah. Which speaking of weird shit,
0: there's a couple of different fashion trends that yeah. we have noticed that we would like to comment on. You know what I, occurred to me though in a recent episode that I listened to. I'm the one who edits the episodes, so I generally have to listen to them four or five times. For you. One of the things that I I picked up is that I don't want people to think that this is a y'all heard how dumb this is podcast. So please understand (laughs) that sometimes we do talk about dumb things. And I think, Marissa, you got one of those today.
1: So today I'm talking about mermaid beauty. (laughs) Okay, and the whole mermaid beauty trend. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not dislike mermaids. In fact, I used to like mermaids. But now... Who's
0: you know. your favorite mermaid?
1: Um, as a youth, uh, there was a cartoon called Serendipity the Pink Dinosaur.
0: Oh, of course, yeah.
1: Oh, you know that one? No. Oh, I hate you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it had a little a pink-haired magical mermaid that was really cool. Um, but, like, more current day... I guess I don't have any mermaids I, like, love. though I guess, like, the movie Splash with Daryl Hannah was fun. Why are you well, laughing?
0: Listeners, please tweet me. That's at Pete Abides. Please tweet me your favorite mermaids. <laughs> please, please. I'm begging you. Or when you go to review our podcast, since it makes you write something in, write in your favorite mermaid and give us a five-star <laughs> rating.
1: <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of fun. Okay. So, anyway. So lately there's been a huge oof. When it comes to um, Mermaid Beauty and Mermaid Beauty Trends. you might say there's been a splash. Yeah, okay. Mermaid Beauty Trends have been making a splash in the ocean of our lives. And I wanted to take a closer look at what is behind these trends and how they actually um, relate to mermaid folklore and or mermaids in pop culture. So, first and foremost... I Googled something, and I didn't notice, like, I just Googled it without thinking. Like, what would you think I Googled, like, to know about Mermaid Beauty? Like, what was the baseline Google question?
0: Oh, that's right. Marissa likes to Google questions.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lead on. Lead Instead of on. keyword. <laughs> what did I Google? What do you think?
0: Um, I, I don't know. I'm thinking very literally, like, where do Mermaid fashion trends come from.
1: Well like I said, since I wasn't thinking, I perfectly punctuated I typed, what's up with Mermaid Beauty?
0: I like it. Question mark. <laughs> That's more of an article title, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I got exactly well, I got exactly what I wanted. But boy oh boy, if you Google quote, what's up with Mermaid Beauty, the first headline is super annoying. <laughs> the headline for Vogue magazine is why mermaid beauty is the new punk and then you open it up and then like the sub headline is (laughs) why mermaid beauty is the new above ground punk
0: i'm wait i'm sorry i'm sorry hold on did you say above ground punk yeah okay just checking
1: going to mermaids. i don't know what that's about (laughs)
0: Oh, wait, wait. Is this a play on, like, underground fashion trends?
1: Yeah, I guess it's saying, like, it's mainstream now, so it's not underground.
0: Or are they, like, trying to make it, like, under the sea?
1: But that would be underground.
0: Yeah. W- but I think they're trying to connect those two points.
1: I hate it, and it's gross.
0: Yeah. So, anyway. And is is under the sea really under the ground? No, it's no. really See, under so the sea. They
1: should die. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> So I'm going to read the beginning of the article from Vogue. Okay, paraphrase slightly. No matter where you stand on mermaids, tis the season to celebrate (laughs) what the underwater goddesses represent in fantastical beauty, exfoliated, ageless skin, flowing frizz-free waves, and, of course, a palette of iridescent accent shades in turquoise and purple and magenta that show up in the form of a perfect manicure or unfurling tail. So, take a moment. That portion of the article seems to imply that all or most mermaids have ageless skin, mm-hmm. frizz-free wavy hair, right, and iridescent, iridescent colors on either their tails or, apparently, their manicures.
0: Right, manicures are totally yeah. above-ground so, punk.
1: Is this true? We'll talk about that later. Next part of the article. And while many contain their mermaid goals to the realm of reverie or their movie screens, there are a few special women who walk amongst us mortals, evoking a beauty and power that, thanks to a shot of colored hair or a stroke of pearlescent eyeliner, can only be described as otherworldly. So, let's stop. That part seems to imply that colored hair and pearlescent eyeshadow shows a mermaid influence. All right, that seems very loose and barely there, but I'll take it. Fine. So then the article goes on to call out three people that live the mermaid life.
0: Here we go. And
1: I don't—I only wrote down one of the musicians' names. They were all like underground or above-ground musicians.
0: Tequila, tequila.
1: No, it was not. One it was of them. No, no, I don't. They're all people I don't know about. I was no, I know. Memory.
0: Yeah, okay. I probably don't either. <laughs>
1: um.
0: So probably. one of
1: the girls had pink hair.
0: Right. That they said Jack.
1: lived the mermaid lifestyle. And the only thing that seemed to link was her hair. Was it pink? Yeah, it was pink. Okay. Uh Barely. It was only pink. <laughs> the was person. pink. No, no, no. I
0: mean pink. the artist pink. Was it pink? Oh,
1: no. no. <laughs> the other one had blonde braided hair covered in flower pins. And apparently her hair was mermaid-like. I don't know why.
0: I saw a lady at the gym today who had mermaid-like hair.
1: So, yeah.
0: It was wavy. So I was like, she looks like she's under the ocean.
1: (laughs) Okay. And the third person (laughs) was... My
0: team's really boring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The third artist is called, I don't know how to pronounce it, Teishi. And she is an artist with long, shaggy brown hair who apparently makes mermaid music. So I'm going to play this quote-unquote mermaid music For a moment, and you could tell me.
0: Any of them in a shell bra?
1: No, none of them look anything like mermaids. I mean, you know. They all have legs? Yeah, they all have legs. Come on. There's no. Okay, so I'm going to play a little bit of this quote unquote mermaid music. Can you hear it? I can. I mean, do you, like, hear the ocean wave? No. And neither do I. I'm
0: a- I actually object to her talking about the heat of the moment because she's
1: Yeah, underwater. right? Exactly. So, fine. It
0: I'm going to close hot the water.
1: on that bulb article, which I find to be a gigantic fail and barely, barely touch upon mermaids. So, Boo. fine. I decided to then go to Google for more things, okay? <laughs> so I decided first to Google mermaid face makeup. And I didn't ask a question. I didn't say, what's up with mermaid face makeup? I just Googled mermaid face makeup because I wanted to see what would come up. Pete, tell me what you think mermaid face makeup is.
0: I'm imagining a lot of tropical um, eyeshadow, like mm-hmm. tropical colors, excuse me. Um, Okay. I'm also. I'm sorry, everybody. I just can't get away from shells. I'm. I'm imagining (laughs) shells embedded in your forehead somehow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um. And and uh, glitter stuff. Just everywhere glitter.
1: (laughs) I like your assumptions. There are shells embedded in their foreheads, and that there's
0: glitter surgically.
1: Um. So basically, what you mostly see are images of people with shiny metallic scales all over their face. Like, they use, like, eyeshadow or powders to, like, make, like, iridescent scales. And sometimes, inexplicably, there are people with crystals or, like, thick shards of, like, glitter, but mostly, like, like crystals growing out of their faces. Not shells. I have no idea why crystals would be growing out of their faces. And um, lots of pearlescent colors, basically to imply that fish scales are on their face or peeking through their skin. So my question is, where did that come from? Because the definition of a mermaid is an aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a female human and the tail of a fish. And the basic concept is that mermaids resemble humans and they're generally so beautiful that they lure men out to sea. Um, Their whole upper body is supposed to be appealing in nature and to attract men.
0: They just don't have vaginas.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, In some folklore... Uh, For example, in Norwegian folklore, there are these creatures called fin folk, and they're shapeshifters, so meaning they go between people and fish, um, but they're never half fish, half women. Um, There's also a mermaid-adjacent folklore creature in Scotland called a selkie that is a shapeshifting seal. So, you know, we're going to do this whole, like, in-between thing, why not look half seal? So, basically my pet peeve with most mermaid makeup is it seems to resemble more like they are creatures from the black lagoon wearing a human costume or a creature from the black lagoon who put human makeup on but i have never seen anything in mermaid folklore to imply that you would see scales on a mermaid's face
0: right so i think that the important question that you're asking here is going to also come up when i talk about my particular topic this week and the question is why are you doing this
1: <laughs> exactly
0: like just stop and ask yourself for a second why are you doing this
1: but the like, thing is okay let's say you're a mermaid enthusiast fine i am a p, p what am i an enthusiast of gluten no. <laughs> <laughs> like something visual give me an example
0: oh i'm not gonna be able to come up with something right away let's go with like uh punk stuff yeah okay. like spiky things and stuff
1: uh, yeah, I love punk. I love punk fashion. Let's say I decided, like, I'm going to live a punk lifestyle, and I'm going to wear punk fashion, which is why I'm going to start...
0: Taping trash to your face. W-
1: or wearing apple dresses. I just feel like, okay, yours is more, <laughs> more closer, but I just feel like it's like... Yeah, okay, actually yours is better. Yeah, taping trash to my face, okay? <laughs> is that really...
0: Hey, wearing am I just... wearing a bum flat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did wear a bum. Flat. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's like they're taking one aspect, but then just like amplifying it and putting it to parts that don't apply. What right. Else?
0: So they're taking the scales on the. Okay, maybe maybe what they're trying to do is why are we trying to understand the thought process? Maybe they're like, I can't have fins for legs, so instead, what I'm going to do is put scales on my face.
1: Well, there. If we you go if you jump forward in my research, there are ways to have. For legs. But right, anyway. but
0: P- these people are like, I have to be able to walk around. So instead, I'm going to flip this around.
1: But again, it just makes them look like a sea creature, not a mermaid in my opinion.
0: All you but need is I'm a like- shell bra. If you put the shell bra on, everybody's going to get it, okay?
1: I know, yeah. Okay, so second, I Google mermaid hair. Pete, what do you think mermaid hair is?
0: Um, Mermaid hair is going to be like curl – well, see – you're th- well. We're going to discount Vogue, right? So I feel like it's going to be curly. Uh, it could be. It could be bright colors, but doesn't necessarily have to be. And guys, I'm not trying to be the dead horse, but there's going to be shells in there. There has to be shells in there.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, ha- I did see some shells, but focusing on the hair itself, all I saw was long wavy hair. Fine. Right. I, I imagine long wavy hair as well in a rainbow of colors. But very specifically, very, very, very specifically, all of the hair involved lots of shades of blue, purple, and green, occasionally a pink. But they seem to want the hair itself to resemble water. All right. All right. So where did that come from? If we look at visual depictions of mermaids in popular culture, Little Mermaid and her sisters. I was like, oh, they probably have funky hair colors. Nope, they all have brown, blonde, or red. Uh, Daryl Hannah in Splash, just has blonde hair. All of the mermaids in the Pirates of the Caribbean have entirely natural hair colors. And the most I could find was, there's a mermaid in the anime One Piece and a mermaid in the Serendipity, the Pink Dinosaur movie, and they have pink hair. So at best, if you're gonna go for some crazy hair, I've seen mermaids with pink hair, why are you. Why would mermaids have hair color the color of water? That's, again, like, assuming, like, a punk person only has hair color the color of trash?
0: It's like a weather person having green hair and disappearing into the weather map. Yeah, like. like I guess it's some. Redundant. I guess the concept is some sort of camouflage, but, like. Wh- you're not. Again. You're not, you're not actually underwater, so you don't need to hide.
1: <laughs> you're yeah. not
0: you're not actually a mermaid.
1: So my last point. This is my last point. I don't want to go too deep into this dumb shit. But my last point is how to dress like a mermaid. Here we go. So what do you imagine there is?
0: First, you're going to bind your legs.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, all the way down to your ankles. Dress like a mermaid. Is... Is there going to be a... Is there going to be a shell bra?
1: Some, some, a few.
0: Okay, finally.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, that's all I got. Yeah, you got, you got, you got a big ol' fin and a shell bra. That's... What else does a mermaid need to wear?
1: I would say commonly... I saw the shell bras only in Halloween costumes or bathing suits. Bathing suits, yeah. Totally a smart cardigan. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this one is more on point. Um, I did see some scale print leggings where you still have your feet, but it has, you know, the, the print of a scale. Okay, okay, I can see that. And some scale print skirts. Um, something that I thought was funny was um, – you know those, like, really tight skirts, like those Morticia adams tight skirts? Right. I was. Imagining... Yeah, so they had those that look like fishtails. I kind of um... like that. You know, you walk around looking like you have a fishtail. Yeah. And as of late, since this mermaid craze became a thing, people have begun creating, like, swim tails that are specifically for swimming and you actually can't walk in at all that look right. exactly like mermaid tails. And yeah. they help you swim better. Um, like that
0: movie A Dolphin's Tale. I don't know. Where they give the dolphin a tail because it lost its tail.
1: Oh, well. Why did you watch him? it? Sounds really boring. Uh, I didn't <laughs> okay, so basically they make the person immobile when they're outside the water. Now, this I would say is the only part that seems on point. But if any of our listeners there are mermaid enthusiast enthusiasts, what enthusiasts? You can keep that in. Oh, I <laughs> I just want to leave you with a thought, okay? In Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid, the main character is the young, massively dissatisfied mermaid who is willing to give up her life in the sea for a human soul. All she wants is humanity. She is willing to give up her voice. She is willing to give up her family to have human legs. So you know what? Just check yourself and realize how gifted you are to have fish yeah, that word and stop trying to be a half fish, half human that can't walk and that basically you have no life. If you have to go be a mermaid, you can't even breathe underwater. Shut up.
0: You're combing your hair with fish bones.
1: You probably have seashells embedded in your head, according to Pete. Right. Right. From accidents.
0: This now, listen, like... the closest I can come up with is when you see people going like, I'm a unicorn. I'm living that unicorn life because I'm unique. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but you don't, like, put a horn on your head. But then I I have seen people wearing fake horns on their head. Not, like, yeah. socially, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> and, like, wearing white clothes so that they're white like a unicorn. So, I mean, is is the tail when it becomes a furry thing? I don't know. So... That's the closest I can get. But here here's the thing. Here's I'm sorry, this was the point I wanted to make. I get I'm living that unicorn lifestyle because a unicorn is rare, majestic, blah blah blah. I don't know what I r I don't know what a mermaid represents.
1: I live that lifestyle while I lure men and then kill them.
0: That's we don't need that in today's climate. We don't need that shit. Okay. We're trying to yeah, change. Mermaids
1: don't really um they don't really represent anything like like positive or yeah, beautiful, yeah, but like they're a sham. Like in a lot of folklore, like mermaids lure people but then like they have really sinister intentions.
0: I don't know. I guess I guess we're living on folklore and, and what are you gonna do with that, right?
1: But no, but my point is the whole point of it is they're 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 living on what some beauty blogger did, somebody liked it, and then pass it off as mermaid beauty. Mermaid beauty would be natural colored hair and What was the first thing? And just, you know, a natural face, honestly. Not this, like, fish your face. You're going to
0: put a bunch of of makeup on and then jump in the water. It's just going to run off anyway. So why don't you just be yourself, okay? We love you for who you are.
1: Or just say it's sea-inspired beauty, but it's not mermaid beauty because if it was based in folklore, it wouldn't look anything like it does. That's what I want to say, guys.
0: Strap a boat anchor to your back. (laughs) All I want
1: to say is, you mermaid bitches... I said bishous, not bitches. Okay? <laughs> well you know, check yourself. Because you're not based on any folklore. You're based on your own Vermilion dreams.
0: Right. Fishes, okay. not bishoes.
1: <laughs> yep. Okay. So I just <laughs> that's all I wanted. I just wanted some realness up in this. That's
0: I, all. And I thank you for that realness. You're welcome. But it really comes like there's a there is a bit of a cross section between that and what I wanted to talk about today.
1: So tell us.
0: What I wanted to talk about is this crazy fashion trend that I noticed for the past couple of years. And it's this one where women are wearing shirts that have shoulders cut out of them. Now, personal story, I remember growing up, growing up for maybe three years, I went to a Catholic school, and you weren't allowed to show your shoulders there. What are you, crazy? And then public school, same thing. You're not allowed to show your shoulders there. That's crazy. Even up to high school. And I remember people being like, come on. It's a shoulder. Like, what are you, you going to get a boner from a shoulder? Like, I mean,
1: on. maybe. Just
0: chill out. And so, to me, that made this even funnier. It's almost like you are trying to <laughs> eroticize the shoulder by showing some skin on your shoulder. What threw me, though, about this whole entire thing is, like, I, I need everybody to understand. I'm not talking about an off-the-shoulder shirt. I'm not talking about a tube top. I'm not talking about a tank top. I'm not talking about any of these. I'm talking about a shirt that is a shirt, okay? And there's a strap that would go over your collarbone and connect to the shirt, and the neck hole would be cut out so you put your head in there, and there'd be armholes for your arms. But oh, so
1: cold shoulder a, shirt.
0: There's a cutout on the on the shoulder, which yes is called a cold shoulder shirt. What's worse to me about this design is that I would have a hell of a time putting it on, trying to get past the shoulder hole and into the armhole.
1: I mean I I think but I then have worn one. I'm before. an idiot. I don't think it's that hard.
0: <laughs> so much like Marissa, all that I wanted to do was try to understand this. And it's 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 a blessing and a curse that I seek to understand things. <laughs> and it's really kind of what makes Marissa and My my life, as well as I think in some respects, Marissa's, is really difficult because all we want to do is try to understand the things that we don't understand. And some things I think we're just bound to never understand.
1: You understand it
0: now? No, I do not. Oh, okay. The thing, I I feel like I saw them everywhere and I wondered what was going on and all of this sort of stuff. Um, So for this episode, I thought I'd do some research and see if I could get to the bottom of this problem is it's winter now so you might be like what the hell is this guy talking about but now that i have pointed it out to you you will see it all through spring and into summer although some i mean
1: unless it dies
0: some fashion people have said it's on the way out and i hope so one (laughs) fashion trend historian uh dated the style back to the 1930s where it was called a -a peekaboo shoulder uh, i like that it is (laughs) and it appeared on actress and fashion icon marlene dietrich um it looks unique and fine when it's on one person in the 1930s doing it, not when everybody's walking around in one. I so I will give you that it is a unique approach to something. If you cut a hole in anything, it's kind of unique, right? Because you don't expect there to be a hole there. Yeah. Um, over time, you see a lot of bare shouldered, strapless situations, and also like maybe there's a, a strap that's also holding up whatever you're wearing or something but just cutting a circle out of your shoulder, I don't understand. I'm like, so is it so that you can get some air in there? Like, what's going (laughs) on? No! You're going to, like, walk around for a day and end up with an accidental, like, shaped tan on your shoulder? Like, there's just all sorts of things I see going wrong with this. Then, then I discovered that this comes from somebody who's ruined a number of things. (laughs) At the root of the cold shoulder shirt, is Girls' creator Lena Dunham.
1: Oh man!
0: The resurgence happened, and there's there's data to back this up. The resurgence happened soon after she interviewed Hillary Clinton for her two thousand for an edition of her two thousand fifteen newsletter, which I think is called Lenny.
1: Yeah, I, I used to read it just to see what it said, and it was really boring.
0: <laughs> um, a trendsetter noticed a spike in Google searches in the fourth quarter of 2015 leading into 2016 of people looking for off-the-shoulder and cold-shoulder shirts. Evidently there's a picture that was taken in 1993 of Hillary Clinton and it was in this particular newsletter where she's wearing a skin-tight black dress. She has sleeves from her wrist all the way up to her shoulder and then she has uh, it. Even goes up a little bit on her neck, kind of not like a turtleneck, but kind of like up on her neck like that. And, but the thing is, there's, there's a hole cut out in the shoulder.
1: Ooh, I'm looking at it. And she looks photoshopped.
0: Definitely does, doesn't she? This photo definitely looks photoshopped.
1: What a weird photo! Her head is
0: huge. <laughs> but the thing about it is. People made fun of her at the time, and of course they made fun of her at the time, because whenever you're sort of ahead of the curve, people are gonna make fun of you. That's at least what's cute. That's at least what people say about this, right? Yeah. So this, this is the best thing I could come up with, okay? Pete, why would somebody want to wear one of these shirts? Let's turn to Bloomingdale's women's ready to wear fashion director, Brooke Jaffe, who says I don't know many women who hate their shoulders that's her explanation (laughs) in other words in other words women who have a variety of body types can feel good wearing this type of shirt because all they're showing off is their shoulder and a lot of people don't seem to hate their shoulder so her hypothesis is if you have Like, you feel like your boobs are too big, you feel like your boobs are too small, you feel like you're chubby, you feel like you're too skinny, you feel like you have a big butt, you feel like you have no butt, you feel like you have short legs, you feel like you have long legs, any number of these things, you can just show off your shoulder. Okay. And you'll be comfortable with it. And it makes sense. Here's why. I'm a guy, but I have really fat arms. The thing is, I can wear a cold shoulder shirt that's going to cover my arm fat. Oh, yeah, you should. But still show off my shoulder. Yeah, you should. (laughs) And so... That's the only thing that helped me. Tweet us
1: if you think you should wear a cold shoulder shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll put up a Twitter poll (laughs) about that. So that's the best thing that I could come up with in order to understand why this trend has caught on. The thing that troubles me about this is that I find myself approaching fashion, which I think we could consider an art by looking at the function of the missing fabric. I'm wondering why is the fabric missing and what do you get out of it? Do you let some air on your skin so that you can cool yourself out or something like that? No, you don't. I understand. I definitely
1: think you're underestimating the sexiness of a shoulder in some people's minds. (laughs) That's what I think is why you don't get it.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Personally, that's what I think. When I look at fashion from a functional perspective... I understand that, like you could say a, like a short shirt, a crop top would be sexy because it's showing off the bid section. But it's also going to cool your core if it's really hot outside. And I even understand high waisted jeans covering pudgy bellies. I would no, wear them if I could get away like, with it.
1: High waisted jeans accentuate your pudgy belly because then it has. The, but it's covered, the waist, and then your belly sh- like shoves out the pants. High waisted well, jeans within are within reason. A heavy person's nightmare
0: what comes out of this and the question that i didn't get an answer to is related to yours are people doing this just because they went to buy some clothes for this spring or this summer and what was on the racks was cold shoulder shirts and they're on sale so they're like well i guess this is the shit i'm wearing this year uh or are people like you (laughs) the way that you're thinking about this you know what i want to do something a little sexy i'm gonna show off i'm gonna show off four square, or like a radial four inches of my shoulder. But I
1: mean, people considered ankles sexy at a time. When? You know, don't Amish, didn't, not Amish people, I don't know, Victorian times, (laughs) girls had to cover their ankles in fat.
0: Yeah, Victorian times.
1: Yeah, well this is modern day Victorian times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say.
1: (laughs) More than... The intro? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, what this also hits for me personally is a general disdain of off the rack fashion. Uh, not that Oh, I... look at
1: you, bitch! <laughs> yeah. Look at you! <laughs>
0: because this I can't get any. I I get...
1: like the <laughs> I don't like off
0: the rack fashion at all. I don't like
1: fast fashion either. I only like bespoke fashion.
0: My personal fashion gripe is that America is super fat, so why do they have so many slim-fitting shirts and skinny jeans?
1: Because they're how-to.
0: That was Marissa also, again, trying to speak French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to lie. I had a cold shoulder dress that I got from Korea, and then I wore it, and then I went, this this stupid, and I gave it away. But I was... I was seduced by the notion.
0: Did you feel sexy in that?
1: I thought I was gonna. And then I was like, this is weird. This is like trying to be sexy but not succeeding.
0: I want to say too, and I know that I'm going to sound like some lunatic. I would Tip-a-lake. even give you, I would even give you the cold shoulder dress because you're wearing a dress. You know like I I'm talking about like would you wear that dress to work? No. I see people going to work. I see people walking into the gym after coming from work. I see people, again, students going to classes. Please, I, how
1: many people are wearing cold-shoulder shirts in your life? Because that sounds stupid.
0: You know where I live. We're always behind.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds excessive. Not so, that many people are wearing them in Philadelphia.
0: So, Marissa, if you had to commit yourself for the rest of your life to dressing like a mermaid or wearing a cold-shoulder shirt every single day... Which would you? Pick? I
1: would commit myself. Oh wait, dressing like a mermaid or just having mermaid beauty? So. Oh,
0: we'll go with mermaid beauty. Yeah, we'll go with that.
1: I would go with mermaid beauty, but I would not call it mermaid beauty because it's inaccurate. And I would go with daily undersea inspired beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I would go with DUI <laughs> beauty. How about you?
0: My uh, my fashion choices are DUI inspired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How about you?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean. I would sound like a psycho if I said, I'm going to go with the Gold Soldier shirt. So I'm going to have to pick Mermaid.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you realized that.
0: Now, I will say I would prefer a wider breadth of nautical uh, options that aren't just restricted to Mermaids, but...
1: Well, we're not making our own parameters here, all right?
0: That's the thing, right? Let's let's give our listeners something inspiring. Fashion is most certainly an art. You should be comfortable in whatever you're wearing. And, and perhaps if you're trying to make a statement with it, you should try to make it articulate so that people can understand what you're going for. But what it really comes down to is, yeah, you know, it is an art. And, and I think one of the things that comes with art that we don't tend to talk about is you kind of have to def- be able to defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you throw a bunch of paint on the wall and you say, isn't this a masterpiece? And somebody says, well, why did you do that? And you go, so I could make a masterpiece by just throwing paint on the wall like an, like an idiot. So that's not art anymore, because you can't explain it.
1: <laughs> Truth. Truth. So, we hope you took a lot home today with you. And
0: bless if you me. didn't, and you made it this far, God bless you.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: that's uh, <laughs> chew.
1: So yeah, any plugs?
0: Nope.
1: Follow me at Courtship of Veneer on Instagram. That's C-O-U-R-T Ship of V-E-N-E-E-R for Neo Victorian silliness. And um,
0: Because we are in modern Victorian times.
1: Because we we're in modern Victorian times and now is more important <laughs> than ever. Than ever. <laughs> That's why I have the plug.
0: All right. I would like to plug us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, our website. We also launched a Patreon that you can go to that's also linked from our website. You can also call us at 570-763-9231 or 570-podwad1. Leave us a voicemail, send us a text, whatever you want to do. We'd be happy to hear from you. But more Thank than anything, you. we would love to get enough reviews on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes so that we could display a rating. That would mean so much to us.
1: And so that I could have more self-worth.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Both of us. So yeah.
1: please help lay out with that.
0: We'll see you next week where we're going to talk about Archie and the Flintstones.
1: Bye! Bye! Bye. By next week, we mean we're going to record it right now.
0: 嗨